Dead men tell no tales. Fifteen men on an end man's chest. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. Drink and the devil had done for the rest. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. What will we do with the drunken sailor? What will we do with the drunken sailor? What will we do with the drunken sailor? The ship with black sails that's crewed by the damned. Welcome aboard the Black Pearl. Welcome to the Black Pearl Show, Pirates of the Caribbean Minute podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and plunder Pirates of the Caribbean films one blimey minute at a time. I'm Scott Artis from scottartis.com. And I'm Heather Artis from blackpearlminute.com. You think that I would almost like have a pre-recorded opening. That way it's always perfect. But then again, I do like the sound of my own voice when I say it. And I couldn't interrupt. Exactly. You couldn't. Oh, hmm. Thinking that may be good, actually. That'd be rude. No, okay. I won't do it. Because then it takes the feel out of the show. We got to get it going. It gives me that charge so I know, yeah, we're really doing this. Oh, my God. We got to do it again. (laughs) It's like we got hundreds of minutes of these, which we do. And they're each individual. Exactly. Each individual. I don't even know what that means. Each individual. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? They each have their own individual little touch on them. That's true. Each one has a unique flavor. Yes. It's like the bag of every flavored jelly bean, except when you guys come to this show, you're always getting like the earwax one or... <laughs> As Ron says, the, the bogey and, you know, those are the flavors. Elsewhere, you might be getting like cherry and cola and blueberry and all these other good flavors. No, here. Cherry, cola, and blueberry Watermelon. are good flavors. I'm trying to think of just Jelly Belly flavors. That's why. Because I have no idea what cola. jelly beans. I don't know. You know That's what? It's just gross. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for Minute 52 of Dead Man's Chest. There's a bag of cola gummy bears, or gummies, sitting on the table at work. Yeah. They've been there for a couple weeks now, and nobody has touched them. What the hell? Bring those home. That just shows you cola Dude, I love gummies. Bring those here. Yeah, but they're cola. Who cares? That's gross. You bring those home right now. (laughs) Those have been sitting there, and you haven't thought of me? They've been there a couple... No, because that's just a gross flavor. No, it's not a gross flavor. I'll eat them. (laughs) It's just disgusting. In the previous minute, Captain Jack Sparrow gets a lesson in what it's like to be just an ordinary, grimy, 21st century man. Unlike those 1700s, the woman is clearly in charge here. Nowadays, anyways. Yes. That gold grill in your smile? That scurvy sore on your cheek? The alfresca lack of bathing? And dare I say, a rum-inspired breath? Yep, even with all that pungent charisma... It's just like the typical hoodoo priestess to kick you to the curb and sidle right up to that shiny new elvish model boy toy named William Turner. (laughs) Don't worry, Jack. You may be on top again as from what I have seen looking at Bootstrap Bill, the Turners don't age gracefully. That's for sure. Minute 52 begins with Will responding to Tia Dalma. You know me? She flirtatiously fires back. You want to know me? I didn't really flirtatiously. No, that, that was just bad. That didn't even that didn't even give an idea of what the conversation was about. I don't even want to attempt this. 
<laughs> I really don't. You want to know me? Really? Don't, how dare you do that? <laughs> Jack jumps in for the appropriately timed interruption. There'll be no knowing here. We've come for help and we're not leaving without it. The minute ends with Will showing Tia Dalma the drawing of the key. We're looking for this and what it goes to. Okay, I so badly want to jump into this minute. Jump on this minute. If there was ever a minute so perfect for a pirate show, okay, maybe a pirate show that occasionally dabbles in innuendo. You know, we do that every once in a while. Although we strive for an academic, this cultured show is how I like to describe it. Really? Yeah, when people ask me about it, I say it's a highfalutin cultured educational program. We speak a little stuffy and everything. Exactly. But this minute really kind of, well, it satisfies that craving. Let's just say a primal urge. But first, I let slip an egregious error. Actually, it's more of an omission that I have to go back and correct. Cricket. I thought you were going to say you said something wrong and I was right. Once again. Arr! Cricket, our new dog, was in the studio playing with our other dog, Froggy. Yeah, down home pirate names. And it was distracting as all hell the last time. You probably heard the show. And you're probably going, what the hell is this? Some kind of amateur hour? No, the other one. Not, not all the other shows, but just the last one specifically, amateur hour. We know the other ones are. But I was just really talking about the last one. And I was blanking out and I basically lost my place and my bullet points and all that kind of good stuff. But here's the problem. Lejean. Man, I keep wronging this guy for some reason. I'm not sure why. Dog distraction maybe. But what I wanted to bring up from yesterday and even this minute is his sudden disappearance. It's like, boom, Lejean is gone. And that's just rude. Where the hell did Lejean go? Maybe he's still on one of the low boats. I guess. The I mean, he's, boats. he's going up river with everyone. All they, is good. Because they had two longboats. Yeah. We know Cotton's in one. Maybe Lejean's in the other one. I know, but then we arrive at Tia Dalma's. Everyone lines up to take part in the mind the boat gag. We go down the line. Even Cotton's parrot participates. Cotton's parrot. Yeah, but Cotton can't talk to tell Lejean to mind the boats. Wah, wah, wah. Lejean is absent. He gets the short end of the mind the boat stick. Oh, you're saying that Lejean had to be right there? How come Lejean couldn't be last in the lineup to turn to Cotton and say, mind the boat? That'd be just weird. Why? It wouldn't fit right. What do you mean it wouldn't fit right? For Cotton or for Lejean to tell Cotton what to do? No. Excuse what does that even mean? You're it saying there's a hierarchy right. here? Yeah. So you're saying Pintel and Rigetti are above Cotton, one of the Motley no. crew? Oh, really? Yeah. That's what you're saying, because that's what happens here. No, but you can't have somebody who's... I mean, Pintel and Rigetti, we know them. Yeah? Lejean, you barely know. He's there with them. We just yeah, kind of sidle him off to the mo- side? You barely know Lejean. So? It's okay. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was there, though. You can't just hide him. At least have him sitting in the boat with Cotton. Everybody's sitting in the boat with Cotton. <laughs> He's in the other long boat. Okay, show something. Just don't have him disappear because now it's like Lejean is gone. Lejean is gone. He's there. We just don't see him. I don't him. know if he's there. Now he doesn't even get to go into the shack with the crew. He probably didn't want to go abode. in there. Well, I guess that's the case. I'm sure we'll see Lejean later because maybe I've seen this movie. Maybe I haven't. But where is he? Minding the other boat like he said? Come on. Don't you think Cotton could mine both long boats and we could get Lejean some screen time here? Not a difficult task for Cotton. I mean, Cotton's no Rigetti. That means he could do both of these tasks. Come on. 
Let's throw a bone to Lejean. That's all I'm saying. Sticking up for Lejean. I just want to know why we casually made him disappear. Just because I didn't he's, show him. Maybe he's out mingling he with the loiter, loitering maybe, creepy guys. Maybe he's out bartering. Bartering for what? Who knows? You throw out bartering? That's just weird. Why? I don't know. I don't even know what to say to that. It's just like he had a hankering for stuff, so he went bartering. Maybe they need stuff. Cotton, I'll be right back. I got to go barter for something. What happened to your grumbly mouth there? Although Lejean is conspicuously absent from the voodoo shack, what is present is the voodoo vive. The voodoo vive. You can see it hanging on the canister, that kind of jar thing, that ceramic thing. I mentioned it yesterday, but I thought I would circle back and actually tell you what it is this time. Although I said voodoo symbol, I didn't really call it the vive. Because it's a ritual voodoo symbol known as, as I just said, the vive. Weren't you paying attention? I mean, seriously. Because I don't specifically know if this is a true vive or if it's a made up one or if it actually like ascribed to a particular loa. I'm not sure. And by the way, loas are spirits of Haitian voodoo and Louisiana voodoo or Louisiana voodoo. They're also referred to as the invisibles. And I'm talking about the loa here. And they are basically these like intermediaries between the supreme creator and humanity. Kind of like gods in a way. Unlike saints and angels, though, they are not like simply prayed to. They are served. They are each distinct beings with their own personal likes and dislikes. And they even have like these distinct sacred rhythms and songs, dances, ritual symbols, and even like special modes of service. So I was just thinking, you know, you should probably treat me as a Vive now that I think about it. Hmm. I'll have to think about that for a little while. I need to come up with like a symbol though, a special symbol I'm that so sure represents me. I threw you a bone there and you didn't even take it. A symbol that represents yeah, you? Yeah, I was waiting for the bird in here. Uh, I was waiting to be flip the bird cheeks. symbol. No. Cheeks? What is that? Like butt cheeks? Uh-huh. That's just flat out rude. <laughs> At least it's not the middle finger though. That's what I was expecting. Every Loa has his or her own unique vive. And although regional differences have led to different vives for the same loa in a few cases, sacrifices and offerings are usually placed upon them. It's always good. You know, yeah. a little sacrifice action. And the vive is usually drawn on the floor by strewing a powder-like substance like cornmeal, wheat, you know, bark, red brick powder, or whatever the heck you have. Gunpowder. That's always a good one. Okay. That way you can then light, you can it, light up. it up. Yeah. And the material depends entirely on the rite that you're doing, the ritual. It kind of looks like sigils used in ritual magic. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. You probably don't know, but you do know. Because everybody out there has seen sigils in movies. Often they're on the floor and a ritual takes place inside it. Sometimes it's like a protective barrier kind of thing. Yeah. Do you really know what I'm talking about? You'll see it in witch movies. Making it out of flour and other powder. You know, they sprinkle something along a circle, pentagram kind of thing on the floor. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get the feeling that you really know what I'm talking about. Seen it? They do this in Practical Magic. I know. Your favorite movie. At least I think they do it, right? Yeah. Don't they make some kind of symbol on the ground? They make, yeah, circle. A circle? Well, they circle make a in circle. The sand. Circle in the sand. Keeps the undead ER Dr. Luca contained, as I recall. <laughs> yes. Is there another doctor in the house? So that's what you need to know. <laughs> because you don't want a zombie medical doctor. Or provider. Either one. You don't want a doctor that's a zombie kind of thing. You get a uh, fist bump for that Dr. Luca, by the way. Pulling right off ER. I did. Back in the, what, 90s? Yeah. Almost like we need that remembering music, the heart music, (laughs) as we're thinking back to those far-off times called the 90s. Ah. Like I said, (laughs) circle in the sand. Was that 80s, though? 
I don't know. What? Circle in the Sand. Oh, I thought you were talking about ER. I was going to say no. ER was in the... It was the 90s. 90s? Yeah. Circle in the Sand, though. That was probably 80s. It's possible. I don't know. I don't remember that song. You don't remember that song? No, I was too young at the time. You're kidding. You've never heard Circle in the Sand or whatever the hell the name of it actually is? I don't know what you're talking about. How dare you? Oh, I forgot. The music you listen to is different, like Don't Sit Under the Apple Tree. <laughs> no, that was just a Time Warner no. commercial. No. Because that's the only part I know. Yeah, that's what you grooved to. No. Oh, it was that stupid commercial. Bull. It's like you have a fetish with trees, though, because it's underneath the mango tree. It's, it's like you really got a fetish for old, tiny <laughs> tree music. I don't think underneath the mango tree was that old. I remember it in Dr. No, I think it was. One of the James Bond movies. Or maybe it wasn't Dr. No. It was one of those James Bond movies. It happens in that. Maybe it's Dr. No. I'd have to look it up. I can't believe I'm blanking on a James Bond movie. The one with the teeth. No. Oh. How dare you? Really? That's what you're going to offer up is Jaws? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Jaws? Come on. He's 70s. He's Roger Moore fodder right there. Who is? Jaws. Oh, I don't know. Of course you don't know. All I remember is this big old guy with a bunch of silver teeth. He had the metal teeth. Yeah. But for you to say that was Dr. No, you really need to watch some James Bond. But No, I was trying to give you another episode the song could have been in. Oh, well, it wasn't that one. And I find it just as ridiculous. So although Lejean is not obviously in the shack here, the voodoo shack, but there is someone. Okay, let me say this. There, there's someone in this minute... That uh, let belong. me say this. Let me start that over. But what someone in this minute wants, let's say that. Tia No. It's definitely some Will Turner action. It's like, holla to the ladies. And some men out there. What do you think of Tia Dolma's interaction with Will? So I'm going to ask you the hard-hitting question. Does she have the thigh sweats for Will? <laughs> she's got something. But I find it funny that she's doing this heavy flirting with Will and then turns around and says, I'm going to need payment. Yeah, trust me, I got stuff on this. <laughs> I'm going to break this all down. And here we go. I actually titled the this whole kind of bullet point thing of just innuendo that was happening here. So, yeah, we got Tia Dalma really sporting the, the need. You can say thigh You can sweats. see it burning in her loins yes. that she's got it for Will. This minute is Cougar Town. That's what it is. Although I don't know if she's really a cougar, though. Not that I'm a cougar expert. Is she a cougar or not? I don't think so. Is I don't she too think young? so. All you cougars out there, let us know. You can help to find that. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Is she even older than Will? I have no idea. I think she just looks maybe older because of all the giddy up. You know, the teeth. Yeah, the teeth. Yeah, that's, that's not Pretty good. much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. She obviously has been in this swamp for way too long. Apparently, none of those creepy loitering dudes ever came to visit her. So there's three things that are happening here that I just have a need to mention. Like a need in my loins to mention, like she does. First, I'm going to reiterate that Tia Dalma is really into Will. I mean, really into Will. She wants the proverbial, let's just do a dead man's chest callback. Let's just say a proverbial long pork for dinner. That's what she wants. Secondly, Will is enjoying the flirting, the touching and the feeling. I see it. I see it on his face. You can't hide that. Either he's acting or he's not acting. Either way, either Will or Orlando, hey, he's into this. 
Okay, he's getting some cheek rubbing action. He is. This is giving him Fort Charles jail flashbacks when he was there with Elizabeth being teased. You remember the let's get it on if it weren't for these bars and my father standing over there. And I think I almost proved my point. (laughs) What? (laughs) Although that's not really class. Uh, Yeah. Let's forget that. Yeah. Okay, Will's a little excited to get the attention. I mean, he is backed up and he was almost eaten by cannibals. It's true. I mean, that changes your outlook on life. It's like, live for the moment, Will. You can get yourself a nice little STD like Jack. I mean, a war wound that we'll call it. Thirdly, Jack's still feeling left out. He's the jilted pirate here. Yeah. He he basically gets... uh, How do I put this? Cock-a-doodle-doo-blocked. By (laughs) Jack Sparrow jumping in and saying, there will be no knowing here. There's a lot of code words going on. He gets cockadoodle dude block or he blocks it. He blocks Will. Yeah. Yeah. Or cockadoodle do well, blocks Will. He blocks Tia Dalma. Will could have been getting some action there. He was okay. He's the one with the cockadoodle do that gets blocked. <laughs> We're really treading a thin line here. Oh, we are. The point is, there's no knowing here. Jack's established that. If anybody's going to do the knowing here, it's Jack. And then he pouts to Tia saying he thought he knew her. Yeah. And he probably does. And she just escalates the flirting, though. How can I service you? I need payment up front. (laughs) What the hell? But you know what's good? Is she doesn't expect Will to pay for the service. She wants to service him. But she looks to Jack for the payment. Yeah. That means she's really into Will. She's going to throw him a bone. Or he's (laughs) going to throw her a bone. Whatever it is. Something's going on here. She wants to do the servicing and get paid. It's like, what the hell am I listening to? Sounds like I'm at the street corner. It's a conversation on the street corner here at night. Really? You're going to say goodness? Is that not it? Yeah, it is, actually. She's got her groove on and she's seducing Will. And then all of a sudden, Will pulls out his key. (laughs) Some next logical (laughs) step. It's the next logical step. Seriously. Which completely shocks Tia Doma. I don't know what that means. She's pleasantly surprised? (laughs) She didn't look pleasantly surprised. Well, I'm sorry, Will. We'll just let down the ladies. She actually kind of just deflated her. Took all her flirting away. It was like a shock to her system. Well, that's not good. Poor Will. (laughs) He shouldn't pull out his key. Yeah, that's always good advice. Pirates of the Caribbean Minute, the Black Pearl Show, does not endorse people just whipping out their keys in public. But actually, this is all setting her character. A future character reveal thing going on. But for now, she's got that voodoo priestess vibe that essentially can control men. If we're going to try and talk seriously here, hopefully. You know, put a spell on them kind of deal. I put a spell on you. Yeah, she tickles their fancy and before you know it, you're handing all your dollar bills off. (laughs) And then that's it. Or you're undead monkeys. Yeah, and you're walking away unsatisfied. Because that's how it usually works. Not that I have experience with this. I hope you don't. Yeah, I said I don't. You better not, I d- actually. said I don't. Awkward silence. Considering we've been married since you were old enough to, or we've been together since you were old enough to go to. Oh, with our parents in the arranged marriage? Yeah. We were wed when we were children? No, I said we've been together. No, seriously, in a moment of seriousness, because I just said seriousness twice, or serious, whatever it is. There is this awkward moment when Will says, you know me? Jack gets that worried look. It's kind of a callback to Curse of the Black Pearl. 
when Will spills the Turner card in front of Barbosa. Jack gets that look like, you're going to ruin my plans, boy. Boy. <laughs> but this time it's like he's going to, he's kind of getting that look like, Tia Dalma, we knew each other. Carnal knowledge. And you're going to ruin my plans. Which for the audience shows that Jack is still out for himself. Not telling the entire truth. And Will needs to tread carefully. But Will is distracted by the seductress, so it goes right over his head. Or maybe she's going over his head. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> that came out I don't wrong. even know what to say that. <laughs> this is a family-friendly show, for God's sakes. Where's your mind in the gutter? We're just talking her about the movie here. Is oh, her going flirting is going over his head. Flirting. Another code word here for the minute. Service, payment, flirting. Now that we beat that minute to a juicy pulp. <laughs> I can't forget Jack the Monkey, though. No one dead animals you were talking about, Jack the Monkey, were actually harmed in the making of this film. And Jack shoots a gun into the cage, opens the door, and the Jack the Monkey climbs out unharmed. Okay? We saw it. Tia Dalma opened the door. Okay, Tia Dalma opened the door. Even though Gibbs warned her not to. Well, they didn't want to have to catch that thing again. Come on. But there was no real gunfire in this scene. So it's just a silent powder puff of smoke that kind of came out of the gun. And trainers prepped the monkey extensively with the puff effect and offered a tasty food treat after each take. Well, that was nice of yeah, them. Yeah, gets them okay with the smoke. So now every time he sees smoke, he's looking for treats. <laughs> Lord forbid there's ever a fire at this place. He's going to be running to it looking for treats. And they're like, no, we got to get out of here. So I got my treats. <laughs> but I figured after Tia Dalma's sensuality, we, we can't end just like that. We had to wind it down with the monkey, actually, instead of just stopping short and leaving everybody all riled up. <laughs> to say that that was that was nice of you thank you you know otherwise let everybody finish yeah we have to let everybody finish up now whoo i'm spent anything else on your end for this minute no yeah I think oh, i'm tired i think we've ruined this minute for anybody under the age of 16 yeah i gotta go to sleep <laughs> just like a man <laughs> yeah, but that was at least like 20 minutes. <laughs> 27 minutes. 30 minutes. I mean, come on. Why are you complaining? Who's counting? Yeah, who's counting? 30 seconds, 30 minutes? I'll both start with the, both start with the three. Now look what you've done. You've completely hijacked the show with your salty talk. Oh, I did not. You did. We'll be back on Friday with minute 53 of Dead Man's Chest. And more Tia Doma flirting? God, Tia Dalma's in it again. Yeah, I'm going to have to rest up. <laughs> I'm going to have to get some mango. George Costanza mango. <laughs> I felt a movement. It moved. Yeah, I'll need some mango. Until then, scallywags, let's keep the horns swoggling and the innuendos to a minimum. Underneath the mango tree, me honey and me, come watch for the moon. Underneath the mango tree, me honey and me make bulloop soon. Underneath the moonlit sky, me honey and I come sit hand in hand. You've been listening to the Black Pearl Show, and we appreciate it, scallywags. I know you're still on pirate time and kicking back with the booze, but you may have noticed 
Actually, who am I kidding? The only thing you've noticed lately is the inside of the Faithful Bride Tavern. Anyways, our procrastination has paid off yet again and Season 2 is here and we are willfully unprepared. Maybe we can distract people with a Jack Sparrow wave of the hands and send people across that thing called the internet. Check us out on Facebook.com slash Pirates of the Caribbean Minute, Twitter.com slash Black Pearl Men, Instagram.com slash Black Pearl Show, SoundCloud.com slash Pirates of the Caribbean, that's for best of clips, and by all means give us a plug and review on iTunes. We'd appreciate it, mateys. Oh, and let's not forget the Facebook Cursed Crew Listeners Group for post-episode discussions. That's actually a lot to remember, especially if you're in a foggy haze like Heather. Just go to blackpearlshow.com and everything is there at the click of a button. Perhaps I should have just said that from the beginning. This is a Shoutreach Media Production. Pirates don't need no stinking disclaimers, but just for fun. I think all you dirty, filthy bilge rats know that Disney and Bruckheimer Films have no affiliation with us at all, and we have none with those blooming cockroaches. We talk about Pirates of the Caribbean, which is their property, and all that other fun stuff. But I think it's obvious what's ours and what's theirs. There's no need to blur the lines or stir up a bloody rum-filled sweat. As for the music... That's with permission or licensed under Creative Commons. So let's give a shout out to Ross Bugden, Six Nail Coffin, and Tommy Wynn. The rest? Well, that's just me. Oh, and maybe Heather.